0: What is the best day to start thinking about and planning to sell your dental practice? This is Paul Dr. Nacho, founder of Dental Nachos and Dentist Job Connect. I just dropped the youngest moderator off at her school. Mrs. Nacho is currently on a mom K, mom vacation, which is awesome. So I am doing all of the roles. And I really actually love doing all the roles. And also, it's exhausting to do all the roles. And also, it's annoying to do all the roles. And also, it can be fun to get extra time with my daughters by doing all the roles. Kind of reminds me of, oh yeah, owning a dental practice. Owning a dental practice is like having a four-year-old child that never grows up. 50% awesome, 50% annoying, 100% exhausting. So when is the best day to think about selling your dental practice? And that is the day you buy your dental practice. Why? Because as someone who owns multiple practices, as someone who has helped dentists sell practices for years, as someone who has helped dentists plan, treatment plan their career to maximize success, minimize stress, and most of all, reduce crying inside, I've seen brutally tragic stories of dentists and their families not prepared to sell their dental practice and being forced to sell their dental practice. What are some things that could force you to sell your dental practice? Injury, disability, death, a serious health problem, needing to move across the country for a family issue. So if you own a dental practice, it is incredibly responsible to prepare yourself, aware of yourself, and protect you and your family by being ready to sell your dental practice on any day, even if you don't wanna sell it for decades. So how do you get started? Ways to get started into thinking about planning and selling your dental practice is to connect with a team of advisors. Get an idea of what your practice could sell for right now. At Dennis Job Connect and Dental Nachos, we have relationships with brokers that sponsor our group that can help you figure that out. If you would like to learn more about how you can connect with brokers that will help you think about and plan to sell your dental practice, even if you're not ready to sell your dental practice for decades, Please text CELL to 215-543-6454 Text CELL to 215-543-6454 Or visit DentalNachos.com You also want to create a team to help your dreams come true and avoid nightmares. A dental-focused attorney, a dental-focused accountant, a practice management consultant, there's so many things that you need to do to get your practice ready for sale. Are you up to date with HIPAA and OSHA? Is your practice management software up to date? We have a Dental nacho sponsor, David Harris, that helps you determine if you're suffering from embezzlement in your dental practice. You can proactively scan your dental practice to make sure no one's embezzling from you and learn how to use your systems better. So if you've listened this far, My hope is that I have responsibly scared you into thinking about this process today. Too many dentists have lost money, lost morale, put their families in terrible situations unintentionally by not being ready to sell their practice. You need the documents, you need the relationships, you need the plan, you need the in case of emergency, break this transition's glass. Put this together both in paper and digital form. Give a trusted advisor in your life, it could be a spouse, it could be attorney, it could be a sibling, a folder that says, if something happens to me, open this folder and follow this yellow brick road. So you do not lose money selling my dental practice. So you do not connect with someone who does not have your best interest in mind. One of the things that's most important when selling your dental practice is speed, agility. Have things ready to go. Update them yearly. And the best part about thinking and planning to sell your dental practice, even though you don't need to sell your dental practice, is you will learn something about your practice in the process to make it better. You may have vulnerabilities with marketing, with IT, with practice management softwares. You may not be getting enough new patients. You may need to figure out to hire an associate before you sell your dental practice. There's so many things you will learn by going through the process of thinking about selling your dental practice, planning to sell your dental practice today. We can help you, please reach out to us at Dental Nachos and Dennis Job Connect, DentistJobConnect.com, DentalNachos.com. And if you wanna take the next step to just start figuring this out, you don't have to sell anything, you just have to plan To be prepared, aware, and protect yourself, text CELL to 215-543-6454. What are common mistakes that dentists make when looking for a good associate job? And what mistakes do practice owners make when hiring associate dentists? This is Paul, Dr. Nacho. I am out at Rittenhouse Square Park in my favorite place, Philadelphia, with Tilly from Philly, you may hear her bark in the background. And I wanna share with you common mistakes dentists make when looking for an associate position and practice owners make when hiring an associate. My hope is that some of these tips will help you avoid disaster, avoid crying inside. Finding the associate job or associate dentist of your dreams, not of your screams. So let's start with four mistakes dentists make when looking for an associate job number one mistake not starting early enough dentists are go getters they apply to multiple colleges multiple dental schools they'll send out a google doc to their friends about planning a trip for a bachelorette or bachelor party six months in advance but when it comes to finding an associate job when it comes to finding the position they will need to succeed to pay off their loans eat food provide themselves shelters they start too late and this always confuses me but i'm a dentist myself and one of the things i've thought about is dentists are used to following so many directions as to what to do next high school college dental school residency and there are no applications to the real world that you can fill out online instead You have to be creative and start looking early. So the day to start looking for your job after dental school or residency is the first day of dental school. The day to start applying is 12 months before your program finishes. Now I know what you might be saying, you go, but what if someone needs a dentist sooner? Cool, you won't be the person. But what if that dentist meets you, hires another dentist, And then a year passes and that dentist leaves for a residency program or that dentist leaves because it wasn't a good fit. You've made a connection to help you. ABC always be connecting. So number one mistake dentists make when looking for an associate job that causes problems, disasters, crying inside failures is not starting the process soon enough. Second mistake, not interviewing at enough places. For some reason, dentists, because I guess we are taught to do root canals within one millimeter of the apex. We think if it doesn't fit exactly into our box, we should discard it. And this is a big problem when applying for jobs because some jobs may have four or five things you like. Some may have three or five things, but you know what? If they have any of the things, apply an interview, meet the office, meet the dentist, What's the worst that can happen? You meet someone, form a connection, and find out, hey, I'm not gonna move across the country after dental school, but it was great to meet you. One of the things that you could do is maybe your friend needs a job, and it's a perfect fit for them. So I'm not suggesting you start flying all over the country your first or second year of dental school. I, what I am suggesting is that when it comes time to find your job after dental school or residency, interview as at as many places as possible and it may be practical due to your schedule due to cost due to dental square residency for these to be phone interviews zoom interviews FaceTime interviews but get your face out there one of the most successful dentists that we helped find a job where he is currently collecting over eighty thousand dollars a month after his AGD where he placed 35 implants he said he went on 40 interviews and maybe some of those interviews were on zoom But that counts. So, interview early, interview at enough places. So, number one mistake, not starting early enough. Number two mistake, not interviewing at enough places. Number three mistake, it begins with a not, I'm sure you're not surprised, not observing at enough dental offices that seem like a pretty good fit. So the dentist I talked about who is very successful and is working in his first associate job, observed at multiple offices. He did fly to places. He found a way to use airline miles, found money to take trips. Because you are totally nacho nuts. Please listen to this part. You are totally nacho nuts. If you accept a position at a dental office that you have not observed at before accepting it, One of the dentists in my DMs said she moved across the country, signed a lease. She started working and she said, oh, this job does not have enough patients for me. They don't need me. I don't know what to do next. I've signed this lease. I'm in the middle of the country. I've moved for this. And I said to this nice dentist, oh, how did you miss this? When you interviewed at the job and you asked all the questions you needed to know if it was going to be the right fit for you, how did you miss this? And what she said was, I never went there, Paul. I never observed. I took the job and then moved. So please, if you take anything away from this mini podcast, do not take a job without observing at the practice. Now we'll pause for a minute and share, I am not a fan. I'm a foe of the clinical working interview. I do not believe it makes sense on any level for you to go into an office and have to audition your clinical skills on patients you've never met, working with an assistant you've never met, in an operatory you're you're sitting in for the first time. So an observation day is wearing your scrubs, making you sure that you are HIPAA compliant, the office should have you sign some papers for that, and seeing the flow of the office, asking questions behind the scenes, seeing how patient care works, seeing if this would be a good fit for you. And the fourth mistake as I walk Tilly from Philly around Rittenhouse Square Park is not having a a dental-focused attorney review your contract. Not having a dental-focused attorney review your contract. If you sign a contract for a job without having a dental-focused attorney review it, you are also nacho nuts. The reason for this is there are things in contracts that can cause you financial pain, emotional pain, family pain, Do you know that you may be signing a contract with a 90 day termination notice? And what that means is, if you wanna leave before 90 days, there are contracts where you have to pay the office $500 a day for every day you leave early. You wanna leave 60 days early? Do you have $30,000 to pay that office? So whether it is a restrictive covenant, termination notice, how you're paid, contracts are agreements that manage expectations. So before you sign, a contract for an associate position, have a dental focused attorney, dental specific attorney, review that contract. If you don't have the money, ask your friends, ask your family, put it on a credit card. I have seen dentists lose tens of thousands of dollars, cause themselves so many problems by not doing this. It is too dangerous to take a professional position where you sign a contract committing to a dental practice without having a dental-focused attorney review it and make you aware of what is inside that contract. So those are the four mistakes dentists make when looking for an associate position that cause them to, as I say, cry inside and maybe sometimes cry outside. Number one, not starting early enough. Number two, not interviewing at enough positions. Number three, not observing at enough jobs that seem like a pretty good fit. And number four, not having a dental-focused attorney review your contract before signing it. Now, as we shift to the practice owners, what mistakes do practice owners make when hiring an associate dentist? As the founder of Dentist Job Connect, I get to see tremendous successes. I also get to see tremendous stresses or disasters with practice owners hiring associates and it not working out. So the mistakes that practice owners make, number one, not identifying if they need or want an associate is this associate position a car a need or a boat a want will this associate have a full schedule on their own or will you have to provide patients from your schedule now many practice owners are happy to take a full day off and have their associate see patients even if it costs them money but many practice owners are not other practice owners have not Identified the number of active patients. Do you have 1500 to 2000 active patients? So you can start thinking about adding an associate to your practice. So number one, not knowing if it's a need or a want. Number two, not preparing your team to work with a dentist that is not you. Your team is so essential to helping your associate dentist succeed. And this requires meetings, game planning, mindset shifts, training because there's no such thing I know you wish there was dentist. there's no such thing as a clone of you the practice owner every dentist is a little bit different you are different than the practice owner where you work so preparing your team to work with a dentist that is not you is the second mistake that I see number three not being available for mentorship of your associate dentist whether this is in person online on the phone or on Zoom. One of the things I'll share, especially if you're hiring your first associate dentist practice owners, you need to be there. Maybe you're in your office doing admin work and the associate dentist can come to you with questions, concerns, challenges that they see with patients. But if you think you're gonna hire an associate and take two days off and have the associate run your practice without you being there, and you don't put in the training, the onboarding time, what I call the fit time, finding, inspiring, and training an associate dentist, you will not be successful. So number one, not identifying if it's a need or a want. Number two, not preparing your team to hire, to work with a dentist who is not you. And number three, not being available for mentorship. And the number four mistake that practice owners make when hiring an associate dentist is unrealistic clinical expectations. Most of the associate dentists that you hire, not all, but most, will be less than five years out of school. And dental school is not providing the clinical reps that they once did. Some are amazing. Some are pretty pathetic in the clinical training that they provide. So having unrealistic expectations of the clinical skills of your associate dentist is another mistake that practice owners make. This can come to quote unquote bite you in centric relation when you schedule an extraction for your associate dentist that takes them three hours. It is key to sit with your associate dentist and realistically find out their comfort level, their confidence level, their competence level when it comes to the procedures you need them to do. Write down crown, write down class two, write down um, straightforward extraction, write down surgical extraction, write down endo, whatever you would like your associate dentist to do, discuss with them your clinical and time expectations. Many practices, some of you guys do 45 minutes for a crown prep impression and scan or insert. I know the whole scanning and inserting with a um, milling machine, you'll have the patient sit there so I'm not naive enough to think that the whole thing takes 45 minutes. But you may think your associate dentist can prep a crown, scan, and get to their next patient while checking two hygiene patients and disaster happens, bottlenecks happen, people lose confidence, your patients and team. So make sure you are sitting with your associate dentist and identifying the clinical expectations you expect. And if they can't meet them, that's not the right fit for you and that's okay. But it's so much better to find out early in the process than to have a mismatch, mismanaged expectations. There's also resources like our sponsor, Ripe Global, that helps dentists become more confident and competent with their clinical skills. So my hope is that this mini-podcast provided value to you. Hope it gets you thinking about how to be successful. At Dentist Job Connect, just go to DentistJobConnect.com. We love bonding dentists together to share in the joy of what I call dentisting, which is full contact arts and crafts on people and patients that don't really wanna be there. That's what dentisting is. It's like being the star of a Broadway play that nobody wants to see or pay for, but that's what we do. We help patients chew and smile with confidence. We have amazing opportunities to transform lives, both inside and outside of the operatory. And my hope is this podcast inspired you to think about the next step in your career, whether it's finding a job that's the right fit for you, or hiring an associate dentist. We would love to help. Just go to dentistjobconnect.com or text hire to 215 798 9897.